Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Cinemix. I am Ryan Gerlalio, and this is my awesome friend, Augustus Glick. Hello. And today, we're going to be discussing the new movie just released on Netflix, The Devil All the Time. This stars Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson and Sebastian Stan. It's got a great cast, and it's, in my eyes, a little disappointing. But Gus, what did you think about this movie? I actually like this movie. I came back to it. I finished it. I watched it in multiple sittings. Usually the test for me is if I can't finish it in one sitting, like, will I come back to it? Will I finish it? And this one I actually did. I enjoyed this movie. Um, and it's gotten some hate, I, I'm aware, but I actually enjoyed it. It was a little sick, but, um, you know, it is what it is. I, I liked it. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. So, for those of you who have yet to see this movie, it follows this family right after World War II. And this dad, who's a veteran, comes home, marries this girl, they have a kid together. However, later both the parents are sadly killed one by cancer, the other by suicide. So this kid gets brought up by his grandmother with his adopted sister, who later also commits suicide due to this corrupt priest. So he murders the priest and goes on the run. It's not a fun story at all. Pretty depressing. And uh, people seem to keep committing suicide left and right in it. Regardless. Yeah, I think it's a huge revenge plot for this this Tom Holland character. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a bit of a far cry from uh, the Peter Parker that we all know and love. Yes. We're used to seeing him in, you know? It's based off a book, though, apparently, also called The Devil All the Time. Mm-hmm. But Gus, what, what did you um, what did you like about this movie in particular? I actually thought the cast was really good. Um, and like I said, it was sick. But I think it was semi-realistic in the way that the story was very out there it was very extreme in, in what he was doing as in i guess do you mean like not p- holding its punches i mean his his like father kills the dog at, and uses it as a sacrifice and then Ooh. he goes around shooting people and he just happens to come up against a woman with a gun and she happens to have a blank and he gets the shot off and then he kills another person and then he's on the so, run and he gets in the car with this person. It's just... What's your point, though? I'm a little confused as to what adjective you're trying to describe it with, though. Is this based off a true story? I do not know that, actually. It very well might be. It, exactly. It very well could be. I feel like it's a very good work of realistic fiction, I think. Okay, I see what you mean. And yeah, I, I totally agree with you it does feel very grounded. It doesn't feel fantastical at all. And the characters, mm-hmm. although horrible, do feel like corrupt, realistic people. Right, right. What I really liked about this movie was that um, all the stories were kind of intertwined. And at the beginning, you're very confused yeah. as to how they're going to relate to each other. But by the end, you understand that basically everybody in those stories is going to try and kill Tom Holland. Right. Which is right. literally what happens in the movie. Yeah, I mean, there's actually some points where you're, like, sad. Like, the mom, when, when she dies, that's really sad. Oh, yeah. Um, the dog, you grow, like, an affinity towards the dog, and then the Jack. dog dies. Oh. Yeah. Um, the sister, that is such a tough, like, ugh. Ooh, what happens, uh, the sister, his adopted sister, Lenora, after becoming pregnant with this corrupt preacher's kid, 
tries to commit suicide, but later decides she doesn't want to, and then trips on the bucket and accidentally hangs herself. So, uh, right. Right. Not, not really cheerful. Yeah, no. And, and her father was also the preacher who killed his wife in an attempt to resurrect her and oh, then yeah. goes and, and get shot by this crazy by gun toting couple right, that likes like, to kidnap hi- hijackers. It's really right. It's kind of an yeah. insane story. It For me, twisted. though, it's very twisted. And I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. I also yeah, I really mean, liked Robert Pattinson's yeah. character, just because I, I like Robert Pattinson a lot. I like Robert Pattinson. Um, I don't know. I'm actually going to have to go, go and disagree with that. All right, I fair enough. I'm not a huge fan um, of his character. And I'm, I'm not even talking about just, I mean, obviously he's, He's a villain. He's not a protagonist in this story. Totally. Um, there was something about it that was weird. Also, when you're doing a movie um, and you have a strict code of dialects, it is very important that each character and each actor knows the dialect very well. Um, and as a person who studies dialects and knows a lot of different accents and uh, the IPA behind it, I think there was a little bit of slip up here. With um, Robert Pattinson in particular? I, I saw Robert Pattinson in it. Um, I think that the guy with the the um, the guy that killed his wife, the preacher. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, the guy who plays Dudley Dursley in the Harry Potter yeah. movies. Yeah, I think he actually did a pretty good job. Um, Bill Skarsgård was a little bit off. That mm-hmm. might be because everyone just sees him as a clown. Um, Absolutely. But, I mean, Tom Holland actually is, is if you want to look at people who are, are spitting examples of great dialects and accents. And I mean, this guy is British. He's not American and he's going into the deep south, deep south, which is which is even further than just going into, I guess, a, a Spider-Man in English, which is. Like yeah. New York, which is not the same. I think he he's actually very talented in that. But there was points where Robert Pattinson, I think, pushed it too far. Um, okay. And and that's where it seemed unrealistic. Fair enough. I um I don't have the same uh, IPA training as you do, so I <laughs> didn't pick up on that. But all the more power to you. For me, though, personally, my biggest problem with this movie was that it felt like a discount Coen Brothers movie. It feels like no country for old men, but with uh, worse action. Because yeah. whereas in no country for old men, the action is really tense. It's yeah, no, building action up was suspense. Low, action was low. Uh, like the scene in the motel where Anton Chigurh is going to attack Josh Brolin's character and Josh right. Brolin's waiting by the door with a shotgun and you see the yeah, shadows yeah. creep by. It's really well directed. It's amazing. And the, the, the lock flies off like into his face. It's a very, you know, it's a very good and very well made. In that movie, it's great. Movie. However, here, it's just kind of uh, bang, bang, you're dead. Exactly. Really... I was going to say, it's, it's very sudden. Um, it happens on a dime. And I think if you were going to ask me, I would say they probably had those lengthened and they had to cut them down. This is a longer movie, two hours, 18 minutes. Yeah, it's surprisingly um, long. And had they made those more intense, this would be a, a closer to three hour movie. For me, I think they could have cut down a lot of the opening act with the family because the young Bill Skarsgård takes up forty minutes of screen time, 
and then he dies. It just seems kind of abrupt. Right. No, yeah. Yeah. You, you're like, like 2001. Is... You totally could have cut it down a lot. Yeah. I mean, I mean, looking back on the movie, you can say Tom Holland is the main character, the protagonist. Absolutely. He doesn't come in until at point. least 30 minutes and 40. Yeah. It's like a while before he comes into play. I mean, you see his character at a young age. Um, and I guess you can see the, the stories that happen, I don't know, 20 years or 18 years or earlier um, that kind of play into that. But um, So I felt they could have cut a lot from the first act. Yeah. yeah. Also, going back to the action, if they cut a lot from the first act, they would have had more time to build up the suspense for those quick release of tension moments. Because when you build action... You can have it happen incredibly fast. Again, going back to No Country to Old Men, the bullets aren't being fired slowly or anything. The shootouts happen really fast in that movie. However, there's that buildup of build up. there's that buildup of tension, and this movie just doesn't have any of it, with the exception of a little bit in the final encounter when they're in the woods. Mm-hmm. There's that, but like the car scene where he gets kidnapped by the couple immediately happens. They could have totally done. He meets the couple, and then two minutes later, they're both dead. I mean, the buildup happens where he, like, He notices the gun, the gun and that's right. it. And then within two minutes of screen time, they're both dead, and he's running away. And it's just kind of also, he makes a split-second decision to shoot the guy with basically no evidence. Yes, yeah. he sees after that, he shoots him, that he was holding a pistol. But uh, before that, for all he knows, that guy could have been carrying a pistol in self-defense, you know? It's just kind of... It feels abrupt and sort of weird almost, you know? There's also a sharp perspective change. Um, I don't know if you caught on to this. It's very like third, I guess, and then... Third third person? Yeah. I mean, you can see... I'm I'm pretty sure when we're in... I don't know if she says it or she thinks it. When we're in the car and he shoots the wife. Mm -hmm. The... Yeah. Um, Sandy. Right. It's like you hear her thoughts of not wanting to shoot him kind of thing. Like she thinks well, through something. the narrator. Through the narrator. Right. But mm-hmm. but then it shifts into a focus on like Tom Holland, I think. Yeah. but More um, of a first person. I mean, because it becomes the movie about Tom Holland as opposed to a more expository. I mean, I think, I think that's what we're going for here is that the first 40 minutes are expository. I mean, it's like very, you, they really had to set up the setting. Yeah. And I thought they set up the setting nicely. And I really liked the setting of the deep South. I thought they did a lot with it. You know, they went for everything from crazy hillbilly, hillbillies abducting people to insane, right. uh, sexual assaulting creatures. I mean, they but, only had 40 minutes. So, <laughs> But still, like, it kind of felt that it took away a lot from those action moments. Right. It's, it's kind of the price they paid for setting up that setting really nicely mm-hmm. is that they also lost time to build up the tension and suspense, you know? Yeah. So overall, Gus, uh, what would you give this movie? Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got to be between a 7 and an 8. And I think I'm going to go with like a seven, seven, four, seven, five is a nice place to sit. Sounds like my A push grades for me. <laughs> I'm going to have to put it at, I, I didn't like this movie as much as you did. Right. 
clearly. Honestly, I'm going to have to give it like a 6.5 or something. I thought it was okay. I like Tom Holland quite a bit in it. And the fact that he uses a Luger is really cool because the Luger is the coolest looking pistol in the entire world. There it is. But it just, it didn't really do it for me all that much, you know? Yeah, I'm a Skarsgård fan. Um, Fair enough. I think he's very talented. Like Robert Pattinson, Tom Holland as well. Um, I think it was made pretty well, so. Well, I think that about covers it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, thank you for tuning into this episode of Cinemix. And please let us know what you guys would like to hear next week. DM us, write a suggestion on one of our many YOLOs that we post every once in a while. Yes, we'd love, and we'd please, love to know. And we'll, we'll, let, we'll watch the movies you want to have us watch. Uh, this movie was suggested by a random person on YOLO. I, I don't actually know who it was, but if it was you, please swipe up. And thank, thank you. you very much. And we will see you next week. Next week it is.